Good morning, brothers and sisters. Welcome to day 25 of Black History Month. We now conclude the message given by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., The Other America, in 1967. We are tied together in so many ways, our language, our music, our cultural patterns, our material prosperity, and even our food are an amalgam of black and white, so there can be no separate black path to power and fulfillment that does not intersect white roots. There can be no separate white path to power and fulfillment short of social disaster. Does not recognize the need of sharing that power with black aspirations for freedom and justice. We must come to see now that integration is not merely a romantic or aesthetic something where you merely add color to a still predominantly white power structure. Integration must be seen also in political terms where there is shared power, where black men and white men share power together to build a new and a great nation. In a real sense, we're all caught in an inescapable network of mutuality tied in a single garment of destiny. John Donne placed it years ago in graphic terms, no man is an island in the belt. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. He goes on toward the end to say any man's death diminishes me because I'm involved in mankind. Therefore never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. And so we all in the same situation, the salvation of the Negro will mean the salvation of the white man and the destruction, the life of the ongoing progress of the Negro will be the destruction of the ongoing progress of the nation. Now let me say finally that we have difficult days ahead, but I haven't despaired. Somehow I maintain hope in spite of hope, and I've talked about the difficulties and how hard the problems will be as we tackle them. But I want to close by saying this afternoon that I still have faith in the future. And I still believe that these problems can be solved. So I will not join anyone who will say that we still can't develop a coalition of conscience. I realize and understand the discontent and the agony and the disappointment and even the bitterness of those who feel that whites in America cannot be trusted. And I would be the first to say that there are all too many who are still guided by the racist ethos. And I am still convinced there are still many white persons of goodwill, and I'm happy to say that I see them every day in the student generation, who cherish democratic principles and justice above principles, who will stick with the cause of justice and the cause of civil rights and the cause of peace throughout the days ahead. And so I refuse to despair. I think we're going to achieve our freedom, because however, much America strays away from the ideals of justice, the goal 
of America its freedom, used and scorned though we may be, our destiny is tied up in the destiny of America. Before the Pilgrim Fathers landed at Plymouth, we were here. Before Jefferson etched across the pages of history the majestic words of the Declaration of Independence, we were here. Before the beautiful words of the Star-Spangled Banner were written, we were here. For more than two centuries, our forebears labored here without wages. They made cotton king. They built the homes of their masters in the midst of the most humiliating and oppressive conditions. Yet out of a bottomless vitality, they continued to grow and develop. I say that if the inexpressible cruelties of slavery couldn't stop us, the opposition that we now face, including the so-called white backlash, will surely fail. We're going to win our freedom because both the sacred of our nation and the eternal will of the almighty God are embodied in our echoing demand. So I can still sing, we shall overcome. We shall overcome because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. We shall overcome because Carlisle is right. No lie can live forever. We shall overcome because William Cullen Bryant is right. Truth, Christ, earth will rise again. We shall overcome because James Russell Lowell is right. Truth forever on the scaffold, wrong forever on the throne. Yet that scaffold sways the future. With faith, we will be able to hew out of the mounting of despair, a stone of hope. This faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to speed up the day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and live together as brothers and sisters all over this great nation. That will be a great day. That will be a great tomorrow. In the word, to speak symbolically, that will be the day when the morning stars will sing together and the sons of God will shout for joy. Thank you. Amen, brothers and sisters. I trust you listen carefully throughout this week. Dr. Martin Luther King's speech, The Other America. We're on our way to bringing America to one nation under God, indivisible liberty and justice for all. Have yourself a wonderful Friday, brothers and sisters, and remember to finish strong and to say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. <laughs>